And back in the studio is Lisa Waters Lane. We give this segment just to her to kind of inspire us, to, to tell us uh, what she's seen in the gardens, out in the yard, out, what, what's going on the, in just in bloomings, fragrance, birds, uh, just kind of what's going on in the gardens. So all about you, my dear. As it should be. As it should be. I can totally <laughs> agree. Been 35 years and it's always been all about you. Okay. When it's not about me. <laughs> uh, it's hard to believe we've been married. This is our 35th coming up here pretty quick, right? It's been a long time. It's been a long haul. <laughs> not really. <laughs> Just kidding. Thanks, I would Love do it all too. over again in a flash. Wouldn't even think about it. I'd go, yeah, I'm all in. Let's yeah. do it. This time I want five kids, not just oh, four. Four was really good. Yeah, third, four was one boy, one girl, set of twins. Yeah. That's our family. So, mm -hmm. anyway. And numerous dogs. <laughs> I did find a, a picture. I was going through uh, photos and I found a picture of our two youngest with Cassie, our very first. You're the two oldest. Uh, two oldest, yeah. With our Cassie, our, our, our first dog we ever had together, mm -hmm. a black lab. Pitbull, mungy, kind of, yeah. just a big black dog that loved kids. Mm -hmm. So she was kinda, wonderful with the kids. Yep. Yeah. So anyway. yeah, I remember bringing her home, and you're like, uh, "What just happened?" You, I didn't really clear. You it. didn't clear. You've never cleared any <laughs> of the dogs with me. What are you, you talking about? Me. You didn't even clear the kids with me. <laughs> so anyway, we're having a child. We're having twins. Actually, our good neighbor that I used to babysit his his kids. When I was growing up uh, in Wildwood, um, Dr. Schmidt, he he kind of took the uh, the x-rays or the ultrasound and went, you know, you're having twins. You're going, what? No, no, no. <laughs> so it's kind of love a small town because you get everyone knows almost before you do True. what's going on. True. So uh, what, what are we talking about guard-wise? Enough about us and our... And our, our dogs exciting life. <laughs> and our neighbors. So, and so let's talk flowers instead. So, um, so a lot of perennials, most of your perennials really love it warmer. Right. So they're more the June, July, right. August before they really get kicking. Uh, but there are a few that do really well in the early spring. So I thought I'd bring a few of those by to show and to encourage people and to get them excited about getting out there and planting. Um, the other great thing about these early spring flowers is they're great for the pollinators. True, uh, yeah. Because they are starting to wake up. The bees are out. Um, there's a few hummingbirds still floating around. I've seen a few moths and butterflies. <clears throat> is that voice going to stay with you or not just kind of like it's wavering know. on the edge going, it's about to close. I'll see if I can put the enhanced filter on to kind of make <laughs> you sound more. She's been uh, recovering from uh, allergies, cold or whatever. And yeah. you're finally back after a week. So you, I know, you look but good. The voice is kind of. You don't sound as good as you look. Well, <laughs> I'll show flowers. Yeah, there we go. It's covered. So this one, first one being candy tuft. Uh, nice sun loving perennial. You can put it right out there in the sun. It's going to be happy. Uh, really cool about this plant is it's actually evergreen. Yeah. So uh, so even when the blooms fade, that vibrant green, dark green color is going to help you all show off your other colors that you plant later, yeah. that bloom later. It smells it terrible. <laughs> so that's probably why it doesn't get eaten by. This is that's one true. that grows wild out in the mm -hmm. in the forest. You'll see this little green mm -hmm. plant about just above ankle high. 
yeah. the white flowers on it very early and it holds the flowers for a crazy long it time does. It really so does. it's candy tough is one of those i think every yard should have at mm -hmm. least one because it's going to stay there in your in your gardens for a long for many many seasons I've to come used them in containers yeah. before to have that color early in the spring and then yeah. i just leave the plant uh, because it's green, so it's filling some space, and I throw some other color in around yep. it. So easily grown in container, perennial beds, gets 12 to 18 inches tall. Probably. Full sun, and then mm -hmm. kick dirt at it. It'll yeah. be happier. It's just like, it's just be right. mean to it. Right. And it will grow, and just a true native. It's a mm -hmm. native bloomer. doesn't look native, but it is. So, great plant for here. Mm -hmm. Definitely one to think about. Uh, the other one is columbine which is another native plant for up here in the mountains and um, so the columbine comes in blues it comes in yellows this one's yellow and red it comes in yellow and blue um there's i think there's like 50 different varieties of columbine. oh and growing all the time they're always yeah. hibernating or cross-pollinating these so they come out uh -huh. with different colors just funky isn't that pretty my goodness of so red with yellow that's crazy mm -hmm. that's not even natural <laughs> and it grows wild here just it grows wild it's actually uh deer resistant yeah. So it's a good one to put in those forests, urban interface areas. It's a great plant to put in there. Um, another long bloomer, it'll also reseed. It'll drop seed and come back from seed the next year. Um, so just a great little plant. This one grows wild in the forest. Our, our native one is yellow. Right. It's like a butter yellow. It's a natural one. So mm -hmm. plants, the animals look at that and go, you know, that's terrible. Don't eat those yellow flowers. They're awful. This one's got that same yellow our native has surrounded in red. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I'm, I don't know if this deer would eat that or not. I have no idea. Here's one way to find out. Try it and see. Let's see what happens. That's right. For sure, it'll recede and come back from the roots. I don't know about you know? No, we've had one out in the front yard. They're, they eat everything else, but not this one. So yeah. they, they actually nibble on the candy tuft. They took Did the flowers they? off. I think what it is, it's been so cold so long. They're desperate and they don't have, they're eating things I've never seen them eat before. And so that's why we always say resistive because if right. there's anything else, they'd rather eat the dirt than eat that. They will, but but if they're desperate enough before they starve, they're going to try hungry, it. They're going to yeah. try it. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Columbine, mm -hmm. candy tough. What else you got? The other one I have is not necessarily a perennial, but it's one that people love to put in their yards here. So this is the California poppy. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. So that's the one everybody's dying to have in their yards. The yeah. wonderful thing about a California poppy is you throw it in your yard and you forget about it. Kick dirt at it. Yeah. Ignore it. Treat it like garbage and it'll, it'll thank you. Yeah, that. So <laughs> the main reason people do these in is because they're trying to baby them. They're yeah, overwatering right. them, doing all this stuff. But they're, they're truly just one of those really rugged flowers. Um, Going to come back by reseeding. So if you, if you have them in your yard, they're going to bloom longer if you deadhead. But if you deadhead, you're going to lose your seed for the following year. So it's kind of a trade-off. Eventually, I found these reseeds so crazy, you can't deadhead them enough to keep them from reseeding. <laughs> Eventually, you're going you're gonna to blink and, and let it go for a couple of days, and it reseeds just like that. So, But it will bloom a crazy long time. Mm -hmm. it, it is a perennial that you, you think it's a perennial, but a definition of a perennial it comes back from the same root it, it hibernated from last year. Mm -hmm. This won't come back from this root. It reseeds. So you have, instead of one plant, you've got eight now because right. they're reseeding. They kind of spill across the yard. So you'll see entire mountains 
filled with this California poppy right. uh, throughout this spring. It'll be it'll be here. It'll be it'll be a riotous wildflower season. Yeah, definitely. You we have some uh, at the garden center, kind of over by your office in the bed in front. And my goodness, last year I think they it's crazy. took yeah. over everything else. Yeah. They were too obnoxious. They were getting <laughs> obnoxious. Had to, had to weed some out and go. Yeah. Okay, that's enough, guys. You stay here, or gals, just right. you stay here. Yeah. Don't 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 spill outside that border. Yeah, some people get a little frustrated trying to get them going, but once they go, they go. So this one I brought in just the flower. It's actually not a flower. It's a bract. Really? Of it. So this is a gopher plant, Euphorbia. Um, so Ta-da. we have them at the garden center, but the plants are huge and I didn't want to drag the whole bucket over. <laughs> <laughs> so I cut off a flower, but it's so pretty green. Ours at home is in full bloom. Yep. Uh, and it's just so bright out there in the yard. It's just so pretty. Uh, Evergreen plant, mm-hmm. perennial. I call it gopher plant and that one plant's supposed to keep gophers out of your yard. That is not true, but no. they won't eat this plant. Right. But with that, we're out of time. Go. It's okay. another native okay. plant that okay. kind of goes. So thank you, Lisa, for sharing some of the spring right. blooming, early spring bloomers of spring that you can plant right now here at Waters Garden Center. Right back after this.